It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, welcome back to Dadtastic. I'm Casey Scott. And I'm Tom Hackett. So, Tom, I, you know, I, I like to run an honest program. Oh, we're going back to it. The best time to learn something new. Learning is most effective when the brain is uh, in acquisition mode, generally between 10 and 2 p.m., and then again from 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. Okay. Hey, you can look on the Internet and find anything to validate your point. That's rubbish from you. No, that's not. Because I'm right. No. And you can't admit it. Because you're stubborn and you're old and I'm right and school starts too early. I'm fighting for the kids, Case. You, okay. I'm fighting for them. So you're thinking from 10 until 2 and 4 until 6. It's hardwired into our DNA for crying out loud. That's not right. It's not changing anytime soon. This isn't like a generational thing. Like old men are like, oh, it's, oh, it's a millennial problem. This isn't a millennial. This is... What? <laughs> yeah. You can't even say it. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm... Feisty right now. I get that. Okay, well, I'll agree that maybe that is, but oh, you know what? Thank you. That's all I needed. But that's what is wrong with your generation is that you want to bend the wheel to everybody. Hey, you know what? Sometimes that doesn't work for everybody, so you have to put on your big girl panties and just make it work. No, I disagree. Yeah, I disagree. Hey, so I run an honest program, and yesterday we had the chance to go out and hit the links with two people who bought a foursome with us. To this go is golfing. a funny story. This yeah. is a funny story. So we had my friend. Yeah. One of my good friends is um, he's a financial advisor, but he's kind of like, you know, his, his whole thing's networking. Mm-hmm. And so he's big in, uh, like, he's up at the Utah Business Alumni Association. Sure. And he's on the board there or something. Anyway, they had a silent auction. He calls me. He goes, hey, I thought it would be pretty cool if you and Casey could get us up at Ogden and it could be something that people bid on. And I'm like, great. That sounds good. And... Um, he never told me about this, and he, and he never said, hey, the auction's going on. Do you guys want to put it out on your own platforms and see if we can get some interest? Yeah, we didn't do that. We didn't do that. And, uh, and nobody was bidding on it. So he's like, I'll put the first bid in at $250. Mm-hmm. So he, and he needed to make a donation anyway, so it wasn't the biggest of deals. But he put a bid in, and uh, lo and behold, nobody else bidded on it. And so he won. So he won. So my good friend paid 250 bucks to golf with me. It was uh, it's funny stuff. But Tom shot lights out. Aww. Like, this was the first time I was excited because I've been playing really good golf. And I was like, I think I'm going to take some money from Tom. Let's get this going. And mind you, mm-hmm. you normally, you even though my handicap's better, and I run an honest program as well, but we play at Ogden. That's your home track. You normally do beat me by a few strokes up there. And so yesterday we get together. We got the money out. Everybody's betting, having a good time. And Tom is just lights out. Every shot is going where he wants. Every putt is dropping. His chips are impeccable i mean it was it was it was it was fun to witness but i wanted to know when you got home because that's the best you've ever shot you shot a 75 75 even and bear with us non-golf lovers because there'll be a story about what happened when i come home in a minute mm-hmm. and you'll enjoy that but for the golf lovers out there i was even through 16 went double on 17 and then bogey on that tricky par three up at ogden at the 18th and uh 
And I had two I had two putts that were about knee tremblers, five foot on both greens. Mm-hmm. One to save bogey, one to save par. So I could have shot seventy three. Yeah. One over. But instead I, I missed both putts and uh, that was unlike the rest of the round. I was making a lot of those putts. Regardless, I get home. Yeah. And uh, And it's a Sunday. There's a little bit of backstory here. Well, give us the backstory. Okay. We got time. It's a podcast. Okay. Long form oh. is what we do. So Friday night I had work. I had game night live. So I was out of the house Friday night. And then Saturday night I had another – I had work again. I I called a, a Real Monarchs game. Well, let's remind everybody at home you got a beautiful wife. I have a lovely wife, Kate, and I have a six-month-old, Freddie. Ooh. And mind you, Kate doesn't have a car at the minute. Uh-huh. Her car broke down the other day. It turns out it's got something to do with the transmission. It's going to set us back about 1,700 big ones. Not ideal. And you both have full-time jobs. We both have full-time jobs. So the weekend – is kind of a big deal in the household because now we can kind of relax. Mm-hmm. We can spend time together and we can bounce back and forth. Who handles Freddie? I'm going to run an errand. You've got the kid, whatever. But I was gone a lot of the weekend. So I left Sunday and I love her. She's really good to me and she lets me go golf at least once a week. And this time it was Sunday, 10 o'clock tea time up at Ogden, which is about a 40 minute drive from home. And it was a good, it was for a good cause. It was for a great cause. And so by the time I got back, long story short, it was about three o'clock in the afternoon. I'd been gone most of Sunday. I was gone all Friday night, all Saturday night. Like I hadn't spent much time. So I get home. She's opening the back door for me. I knew that was not good because normally she doesn't do that. Right. You know, but if she's opening the back door for me, she needs my help. Uh huh. And, uh, and I go, Kate. I just played the best round of golf in my life. And what were you expecting her to say? I didn't know, but she goes, congratulations, I need your help. <laughs> and I'm like, really? Yeah, that's, that's what you're going to give? But what, which, to be fair. And then I get Freddie thrown at me, essentially. Mm-hmm. He needs his diaper changed. You need to feed him, put him down for a nap. And you want somebody to hear about your wonderful round. Yes, I'm just like, I was even through 16, love, and then I went big bullseye left off the tee on 17, had to play a hook, which I can't do, but made a way to execute it. Bunker greenside, chip on, two putt, somehow made double, tee box on 18, went with the eight, pulled away, ran to the cart, grabbed seven, felt a bit of wind, Uh hit the seven, bout pin high, slightly left. Another good chip with the 56. Five foot for par. Miss. Ended up three over. She's like, and then all I wanted her to say, all I wanted her to say was, "You sounds like you didn't finish. <laughs> and then I wanted to say in return, the only time I've been able to finish is with Freddie. <laughs> and I don't know if that's podcast appropriate. <laughs> but in, the, in my head, that's all I was thinking about on the drive home. That was the conversation that was going to take place. Yeah, you, you played both sides. I've done that before. And she's going to say this, and I'm going to say yeah, this. Yep, yep. We're going to come together, tears, and everyone's going to be happy because I hug. just shot lights out. Yeah. And it didn't happen, Case. It was so far from happening. It wasn't even funny. But so did you just leave it at that? Well, so then we, we, we were actually having uh, two people over for dinner. Okay. Which was, a, which was nice because normally we go over to the in-laws and, and that's – I love my in-laws, love them to bits. But it's, it, with a six-month-old, it just added stress on a Sunday evening that's not required. Get him in the car. Is he going to feed, feed enough? Do we have enough diapers? All that chaos. But we actually had people over, which was fine. And uh, he, one, the, so it's my sister-in-law and his wife – her wife, sorry, I should say. And um, he's a big golfer. Oh, finally somebody who will appreciate <sighs> so your two, story. Like three hours after I get home, they rock up. Uh-huh. And at this point, I'm itching to talk about it 
Like I'm just like scratching my face like I'm an addict, you know. Yeah. Like give it to me. Give oh, it I to know me, that baby. look. Yeah, talk dirty to me. Let's go. Yeah. And and as soon as they walk in, I'm like, Chet, shot a 75 today. What Chet say? Whoa. He's like, really? Congratulations, man. I'm like, yeah, I was even at 16, through 16. Then what happened? And then he's like, really? What happened? And I was like, finally! (laughs) And the girls were in the middle of a conversation in the kitchen. We don't have a big kitchen. And they were talking. And I talked louder. They stopped. Ooh. And I was like... You, you know you know what I said because I said everything earlier, but that's I kind of just said that. You gave him the play-by-play that yeah. you did us. Stood to my ball too early on 17, went pull left, mm-hmm. played the hook shot, bunker green tight, on, you know, that whole... Yeah, we got it. And the girls are like, I don't even know what he's talking about. I'm like, don't worry, this isn't your time. <laughs> you had the chance to be in this position, but now Chet's in it. Yeah. Okay, so just relax. If you guys need to talk, there are plenty of rooms in the house. Ooh. But you didn't say that. No, I thought about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it sounds really cool and on a podcast yeah, when there's yeah. no women around, but yeah. you're you, not dumb enough to say yeah, that. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, I get no. that. You didn't need to throw me under the bus, though, and say you didn't say that, though, because well, I sounded I, way cooler for a minute there. Well, once again, to go back about our podcast, I have the power to look at our analytics and our Facebook, and majority of people who are downloading this podcast are ladies. That's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. It's Why? I don't know. It's I all, do. Me? What? Is it me? No, it's not you. It's because I'm eye candy, huh? You are not that, eye. Well, no, you're like that. you're not a bad looking rooster. Yeah. Like I'll give it to you. Like the 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 jawline is okay. Uh huh. But you're you've got like it, it's gray. The hair's it's not, gray. It's white. Is that better? Yeah. What are you a white fox? I'm a silver fox. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm like Clooney without uh, the dark hair. I'm a Clooney. Did you just? Yeah. Compare yourself I'm to George to produce Clooney. Produce a different podcast. Yeah. Josh, he did you just hold on? Did I'm, you just compare yourself to George Clooney? I'm Clooney hot. That's 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 a measurement in our household. Is he Clooney hot? Yeah, he's Clooney hot. He isn't he? Hasn't he been voted the most sexiest man for the last decade? A lot of people don't know about me. You're Clooney hot if like Clooney fell down Angel's <laughs> landing. <laughs> Thank you, Josh. I feel like you guys are just bullying me. It's okay. Hey, hold up your wallet real quick. That's a pretty thin wallet. You know, it's funny you bring that up. Why? Because I had a wallet like that, and it was about three times the, the girth of what you've got. Yeah, they call that the Costanza wallet. And I hated it. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of it. I couldn't fit anything in my pants, in my pockets. So I want to talk about a dad hack for wallets. It's this. The, just a billfold? Yeah. Well, so, Okay. You go, and then I'll follow. Well, I, I just think that we don't need to be carrying around this much girth and this much wallet. What? What? Why is it so big? Well, I, because I've got my like Costco card, my debit card, my AARP card. How many business <laughs> cards do you have in there? That many? That's too, like, You don't need them. That was my problem when I had the wallet like that. I had business cards stacked like that. I've got receipts that I've got to turn in to get reimbursed. I got some cash, and uh, well, why do people carry cash? The only cash I have on me right now mm-hmm. uh, is the cash I received from yesterday's round. Really? Yeah. I. I what, but like, what? Why are you carrying cash? I don't understand. There isn't a tipping. S- you got a tip. Yeah. You know what? To be honest with you, and your what? generation doesn't understand second. this. Cash is king. 
I disagree. That's cash is king. No, that's way. Cash is king. No. Some, that ship has sailed. Some places aren't even accepting cash because of corona. Yeah. I get that. There's a, there's a place around the corner from me. It's called Over the Counter Cafe. Not a sponsor. Great breakfast joint. Love it. You've been? Yes. It's a, it's an old schooler. Huh? Yeah. It's a yeah. diner. It, and it, they really, call that a joint. It's a joint. Huh. Yeah. We call a joint something else back then. I get that. Uh, they don't accept card. It's a cash only. Do you want to know why they don't accept card? Because they don't want to pay the 3% uh, convenience fee and what they have to pay to MasterCard or but Visa. But h- how much business do they lose because of that? I don't know. Probably a decent chunk. Like, because there are mornings, and it's just around the corner. We can walk there in 10 minutes. And we wake up, and we've actually also got eggs in the city right around the corner. I love that right? place, too. Love that place. But it's like over-the-counter or eggs. And it's like, well, I don't have cash, because not many people now have cash. Do they have an ATM out front? No, I don't think so. They have a, a, a gas station across the way. Hmm. But that is... I don't know. I don't know how we got here. We're talking about wallets and oh, yeah. kick and why people carry cash. But I think I like the billfold, but I remember uh, my dad, he always just has just a little money clip. Yeah, my father-in-law does the same. Move. Yeah. See, you look more like a coin purse kind of guy. Coin purse? You guys don't know about the coin purse? Oh, it was an old-timey deal. It's like my grandpa used to have a coin purse, and it was a little thing that you just kind of squeeze it like this, pops open, holds all your change right there. Mm. Little coin purse. Hey, can we agree that the penny is dead? Yeah. I saw some statistics on this, and it costs like- What, did you see it on the internet? Yeah. Yeah, you know where I'm going. I don't need to say it. (laughs) It's it's like it it costs more to produce a penny than a penny's worth. It, like, but the penny is so pointless. So we had pennies in Australia for a while. Mm-hmm. We got rid of them. We got rid of the penny. Our penny's going away. The U.S. Mint announced that this morning that they will phase out the production of the new pennies beginning in 2021. Hallelujah. Look at Can that. Can we rejoice? I'm sure. How do we celebrate? Pizza? If they take cash. No. No, only <laughs> if they take card. That, I, that, is, that is good news. Because the penny is dead. It's a pointless... It just takes up space. That's all it does. It's a space killer. I don't, I've been waiting for you to notice something different about me. You're wearing a hat with no logo. You've got pink flamingos uh, on your shirt. And you actually kind of match the shorts today. Which, did Leslie have something to do with that? Well, these are actually Leslie's son shorts. So she did have a lot to do with that. Because we were doing a TV appearance today and she wanted me to put my best foot forward. So, you, but you will, you will thumbs, yeah, sandals, uh, that's and a of, flamingo shirt. Well, hey, yeah, you know, I, I, I kind of respect the flamingo shirt. But I thought, I, you know, we're going on uh, Studio Five. We're, we're talking about our podcast, Dadtastic. I want to look like a dad, and I, I, this is my dad outfit. But I, when I started getting these shorts, what I want you to notice is that yesterday we actually had a conversation about my shorts. They were too long. I, I think your shorts are too long. Well, are these, they above the knee shorts? These are, yeah, these are short shorts. I like that. Who wears short shorts? Okay. I wear short shorts. Wait, wait, okay, well, so they're actually my girlfriend's son shorts, but I, I don't mind them. How, I don't hate how them. old is he? He's 20. Exactly. It's hip, man. I'm telling you, you want to stay young. You want to stay young. You don't want to go to like. This is what you look like right now. That's a compliment, though. Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett? Buffett? Oh. Margaritaville. Yeah. That's a compliment. I, I like that. Yeah, that's a compliment. Yeah. So I'm wearing the short shorts. And, but how uh, do you feel? I, I feel okay. You don't feel good? Yeah, I feel – I mean, it's going to take some getting used to. So – I don't think I'm going to go out there and change my whole wardrobe to short shorts. That's fair. But don't you think dads need to do every, 
everything they can to stay young. So a couple years ago, mm-hmm. we bought my dad. And my dad's pretty good. So my mom, very quickly, before she had five children, she was a fashion designer. Mm-hmm. That was her job. And so she's been into fashion her whole life. Um, and she has a very quirky, colorful sense of fashion. And I personally love it. I wish my wardrobe was more colorful. But uh, my dad's pretty good, but he's not great. So <laughs> if like my dad buys... Really, anybody clothes, there's a good chance we don't wear it. Anytime mum buys me anything, I love it. I mm-hmm. just, we, anyway. So we bought my dad these, these pair of Nikes, sneakers, uh, boy, like five, ten years ago, probably ten years ago, I guess. And they were cool. They were like black and the, 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 the swoosh, the Nike swoosh was like kind of a bright orange. And then around the top of the ankle was like a, a kind of like a yellow. Anyway, oh. it, was, it was a little bit more colorful than, but it made him look younger. He never wore them. Never? Never. Maybe once. And then he's like, not for me. Hmm. Side story. My dad tore his knee up playing the air guitar. (laughs) Swear. True story. And he refused to tell me. (laughs) He was going into this really hard air solo on the air guitar. No, no, no. He was going hard. (laughs) I think he was a few pinos in. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know uh, what song it was, too? I I can find out. Oh, probably some Jethro Tull. Because I was living out here, and 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 maybe a little I'm Clapton. Like, Dad, Dad, what's wrong to you? Like, what's wrong with your knee? He's mm-hmm. like, just injured it, Tom. Anyway, comes two two days later, he finally told me. They were over at friend's house at a dinner party, and I think the pinot started to sink into the blood a little bit. No, and the music started to get a little louder. Uh, Do you remember that as a kid, by the way? Yeah. Did your your parents had dinner parties? Oh, all the time. All the time. Mine did as well, and. And it's like, starts out good. There's a bit of chitter-chatter. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of chitter-chatter. Like, everybody's having their own conversations. And then as the evening goes, you're in bed. I yeah. just remember lying in bed as a child and being like, can they turn that music? Like, turn the music down. Oh, no. I loved it. I loved laying in bed and listening to the laughter and listen, you know, just going, oh, I wonder what they're doing. And I then, loved it, too. But I, it got to a point where I was like, can't sleep. All right. Side note, we're, since we're talking about short shorts. So this was probably back in the 1980s when short shorts were really popular. But really short. Really short. Yes. And the, the number one short to have was a corduroy OP short. I love that. And so this was the – you know, my mom who got the breakdancing lessons for us, she always wanted us to look our best. And she would do whatever it takes to give us what we needed or what she thought we needed. But we didn't have the money to buy the OP shorts. So this is what my mom did. She went out and bought generic corduroy shorts. Took all the corduroy shorts into the closet. Sat down at the sewing machine. And proceeded to sew an OP on every pair of shorts for us. That's a killer mom move, man. But what she didn't realize is that she wasn't a very good sewer. Oh. So there was a little O, a huge P, a little P, a huge O. And what she failed to realize is when she was sewing those, she sewed the shorts into the pocket, into the back of the shorts. So anytime you put your change in your in your pocket, it got sucked into this Bermuda Triangle of OP that you couldn't get any of your change out of. But we had like all these different colored oh, OP shorts with these just sewn on OP. I've just had the best idea what? that I've had since the podcast began. What is it? Josh, what's that fella's name from Queer Eye to the Straight Guy or what that was? Tam. Yes. I love Tam, by the way. I haven't oh. seen it yet. I used to watch the old one. I, 
oh, you haven't seen the new one in Tokyo? Uh-uh. So, I, so my wife loves the show, and I didn't think I'd like it. And I started watching I'm like, this show is genius. Yeah. Just from a content perspective, that's kind of how my brain's wired nowadays. Anyway, Tam. Is it Tan or it's Tan? It's Tan France. T-A-N. Okay. So I saw him once at a local establishment. Uh-huh. And I made a really silly move. Who would you do? And so maybe he won't come on the show like I'm hoping. My idea, by the way, was that we get him on the podcast and we talk, because he's the guy on the show that is Does in fashion. charge of fashion. And I think personally, one of dad's uh, hardest tasks in life, especially now you, you have kids, the kids grow up and new fashion trends come into play, but you never want to be, I don't think you, I think you get to like 60 and you, you start to not care. You're like, I'm done. I'm over it. This but, is the one I'm going to stick with and I'm not leaving. Yeah. That, like the, the white New Balance shoes are here and they're not going anywhere. Burn them, I buy a new pair, mm-hmm. you know, but from like 30, I'm entering it from like 30 to 60. And I'm in that. You're trying to stay young. Yes. You don't want to look old. Yeah, because what was hit when you were young is no longer hit. But if you wait long enough, it will be. Okay. But that, it's, it's so delicate. <laughs> we need Tan to come on and talk about this because this is what he does for a living. I'm in. He can tell the dads and the mums, for that matter, how to help. Because I think mums stay hip more so than dads. Yeah. I, I, I tend to agree. Yeah. I, I don't know why. Like, so to, just to be 100% honest with you, all my clothes before Leslie were bought by my ex-wife. Okay. And now are they all bought by Leslie? Yeah. She picks out everything. I mean, the only thing that I bring to the table are flip-flops. And you have, you're a reef? Yeah, I like a reef. You like a reef and uh, a Havana. Yeah, I, I like reef and a hat. I mean, uh, everything else in between, you can do whatever you want with and I'm cool with it. See, I'm not. I can't. That doesn't fly. I'm very particular. I see that. Anyway, I think I think we should reach out to Tan. All right. Hey, you're listening to Dadtastic, a podcast about two dads. One's fashionable, the other's Tom. Coming up, we're going to talk about wow. what your man cave wish list would look like. I'm excited for that. This is a KSL Podcast. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.